Marvel's The Eternals, The Lion King 2019, Halloween 2018. Have you ever wondered to yourself, perhaps there is a bit of untapped potential to this medium of filmmaking based on these three illustrious films? Well, I'm here to tell you that there is a whole wide world of filmmaking out there just waiting to be explored. Welcome to Famish for Film, the home of two pretentious tapeworms that like to suck the fun out of everything. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hello and welcome to this section of the Famish for Film podcast. Today I am joined once again by my co-host Jackson McFadden. What's up guys? And today we are going to be talking about the hummest of dingers, the most excruciating, the most wonderfully disgustingly rancid movie i think i've ever laid my eyes upon and um (laughs) what other movie could that be (laughs) except free guy (laughs) so (laughs) the reason i wanted to talk about this movie is just because i oh my gosh it was a religious experience sitting in the theater watching this movie and just being (laughs) (laughs) barraged and just being astonished by the absolute idiocy that I was enduring on that silver screen. I (laughs) Jackson had never seen it before. Yeah. I don't know how you saw that in theaters. I would have like been escorted out. There's no way. (laughs) There's there's no way. Just screaming and kicking while you're yeah, strapped to a freaking journey. Yeah, I would have been like boiling, crying, and fighting. Like, there's, there's no way they would have been able to keep me in that theater. <laughs> oh man. Well, with that said, what's um, what are your top level thoughts of Free Guy? What'd you think of it? Why'd you think of it? What is this movie? Okay, so for those of you guys who have not seen it, I, I hope that. Um, for y- y'all sake that you've not seen it just don't don't watch it mm-hmm. no I'm not gonna say that mm-hmm. but like for you uh the, those of y'all who haven't seen it it's about like a guy oh, I, I guess I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it but mm. it's about basically living in a video game and um like kind of the experience of like the characters in video games and how people interact with them um, which sounds like a pretty interesting concept. I, I like playing games. I think games are pretty neat. Uh, mm. Ben is really great at games. He That's all he does. So, like, you know, I'm not surprised. Like, you know, we were expecting kind of, you know, it, to be interested. But there's this stigma that comes with, like, video game movies where they are not often accurate portrayals of, like, what it's like to either play games or to, like, be involved let's like just talk about games in general it's just they they're generally very out of touch and i think like the most out of touch award used to go to ready player one a while ago that was an old Mm. movie that wasn't that great good comparison um, now i think it's definitely free guy free guy is like my go-to movie (laughs) that i would show someone who just clearly does not understand game culture and show them how much like they don't understand like what it's like to play video games at all again like I'm sure for someone who has no idea like what it's like to play like games online, like they like they would probably not think that much of this movie. But for people who actually like understand what the the directors were trying to portray, it just it physically hurts me to watch. Mm-hmm. That is honestly one of the more like insulting parts about it 
is that see whenever you make a movie about something that you're not really aware of or something that you're not really like all that in tuned with or have like a lot of experience with usually you would think okay i have to hire some kind of consultant or i have to like do a little bit of research to figure out what the inner workings of this element I'm trying to capture in this film. I have to do just the idiot, the bittiest bit of research mm-hmm. to be able to just understand it on a surface level. You don't even have to like go that in depth with a lot of these things. Right. I don't think, but like, man, what, what were some examples for you for things that just like completely missed the mark on representing like gaming culture and like internet culture in general? Okay. Um, I, I'll be honest. It's, it's hard for me to like conjure up thoughts right now on the fly, considering I tried to repress as much of that movie as I can. Um, <laughs> but like, I'll start by saying that, like, I think that, you know, I think that video games in general, I, I guess not to not to get too philosophical here, but like I think that video games mm. like in general are just represented poorly by like, you know, people that don't necessarily play them. I think that like there's something for everyone, like when it comes to playing games and for and it's just always dangerous to generalize a group in general. And I think for people who have a hobby, like, you know, you could if you tried to make a, a representation of like the average like uh like let's say moviegoer or like a music enjoyer, like, you know, you would probably get some things right, but most things would probably be wrong because everyone has such a different experience with like music and connecting to it and like Mm -hmm. movies and connecting to them that like, it'd just be hard to represent. But for like gaming, I think that like a lot of what people's portrayal of games like are comes from this like sense that, you know, you can't be a well-balanced person and like gaming as if it's not just another art form to enjoy. It's like Mm -hmm. a a lifestyle that only people who have no sense of connection with the real world like can enjoy. And so there are lots of times in the movies where they try to portray like, like um, what it's like to be a a gamer in general. I say gamer trademark. I don't know. Like, cause like just, just a general version of a gamer and like no sense of self-awareness, very violent, very brutal very um kind of like and I, i'm not kidding by the way like you know the movie like had scenes where it tried to convince us that like eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds are just like evil because they play video games which i mm-hmm. i thought was insane um but i just feel like it misses the mark like you know it's never anything about how video games can be used to like help people like you know like who are going through things or like help people kind of like feel connected to others it's always the negative about like the bad things that video games have in them like the the bad things you can do in games and i think that the movie Mm -hmm. just made a big deal about like the violence that's in games the like i guess the the cruel acts that you can make in games without context of like what the actual point of the game is it just yeah it feels like they tried to exhibit all the worst parts of like playing games and it didn't mean, I don't even, I can't even think of one example of when mm. they like supported the idea of like playing games just as a, a hobby whatsoever that like didn't feel very contrived. Condescending. You know? Yeah. 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 Like there was one point in the movie where I legitimately considered just walking out. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you were it watching was... it with your parents, right? No, uh, I was watching with my parents 
at a later date. Like the second time I've watched this, I've watched this movie too many times. Wow, uh, I, that's I, gross. I, <laughs> I I feel years of my life being taken off every time I watch it. But uh-huh. the first time I watched it, I considered walking out at a very specific moment. Mm-hmm. Whenever, and I don't I don't even know if I consider this be much of a spoiler, okay. but basically. There's like this really this really cool video game character that the main character meets and he's got like sunglasses and like a leather jacket and like uh, a buzz cut head and all sorts of stuff like that. And he's played by Channing Tatum Mm -hmm. and and there's this awful, awful joke that they make with this where they show the actual player behind this character in the game and (laughs) it's this complete caricature of what people believe that like the typical person who enjoys video games to be he's got like (laughs) long hair he's got like cheeto dust all over his shirt he's eating a twizzler or something like that yeah (laughs) scene and of course he yells at his mom mom. yeah yeah it's just yeah oh oh my gosh it's so it was such a slap in the face because i i can't i genuinely can't tell what audience this movie is trying to cater to are you trying to cater towards a younger demographic of like people kids that are more interested in like Fortnite type of games and stuff Mm -hmm. like that in that case, I mean, I don't know. There's, I mean, that's probably the most likely demographic, but it's also acting like it's trying to cater towards gamers, like older generation gamers, right? That like actually enjoy games like GTA, which the game in this movie is very obviously emulating. Mm-hmm. But at every single turn at every single opportunity the movie just bashes this demographic it it hates gamers yeah it hates I, gamers jackson yeah, gamers we're oppressed, oppressed by this movie <laughs> yeah yeah gamers are oppressed um and like honestly it's just I, okay i, I don't want to get too carried away because like it's not just because i'm an oppressed gamer that i dislike this movie right <laughs> right like, yeah yeah Okay. Yeah, no, there's um, there's so many other things like yeah. the action sucks. The acting is all terrible. Mm-hmm. There's not a single singular funny joke in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this I is, think I laughed more of... at the ineptitude of the movie than I did at any of their jokes. I can't, <laughs> I can't even remember a good joke that the movie told. And generally, I'm pretty I can remember a joke if it's funny. Like, I'll give any movie credit if it has a funny joke. That's that's fair. But mm hmm. What would you say were some of the moments where, like, you were laughing at the movie's ineptitude, though? Uh, like, what, what was a movie that was? Scene. What was a moment that was just so bad that it was like <laughs> funny to oh, you? Okay, so the him first. I, I don't think that's a big spoiler, but him first meeting like the love interest that made me laugh. Hmm. I like it was so <laughs> like it it like you know how movies in like whatever some sort of media like pretend to be like satire by just being bad, and it's like no. You're not making fun of the art form. You are the art form that that people make fun of, by the way, just so you know. So mm. like he, when he first meets the love interest, it's just like everything like slows down and you see her like like her hair like flipping in the wind and she's really cool mm-hmm. and he's in fetch. And I'm just like, guys, like, it, you know, yeah. this is one of those things like I, I've heard <laughs> that like in certain studios, right? They sit down, right? They'll write the whole script of a movie. 
and they'll throw it away because they're like obviously the first thing that you write is not the best thing that you can write right so it feels the like the entire movie's a first draft right yeah the whole movie is over it's like a like imagine like you have a history paper right that's due like in at the end of the semester and you wait until like the the sunday morning before it's due right do the next day to just start all the research all the putting it together like that's how this movie like plays to me it's just so lazy in the things that it tries to like communicate and again mm-hmm. I, I i think any story can be told about anything it, as long as the storytelling is good and the mechanism in which the story is told is good then a movie can be about literally anything and i'll be appeased but yeah. i mean the actual like message that they try to portray about gamers being this like brutal, like uncaring, this like toxic subset of people, like you know, they, they address all of those things without like addressing what actually draws people to games in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does this in a, in a like in storytelling that that honestly sucks. The characterization is tragic. It's not good. Like none of yeah. the characters feel like they have a reason to exist. All of the dialogue is ham fisted. The, the, like, CGI is, like, okay. I'm not gonna just say it's, like, outright bad, but it's not good. Like, they, okay, so, like, they had streamers, like, who, actual real-life streamers in the, the movie, right? Right. Which, okay, I'm sure they paid some fee, not sure, like, like, some fee. They paid them a lot of money to be in this movie. Because these are, like, well-known people. So, okay, guys, maybe ask them. Like, a- any questions about what you're trying to make. Maybe ask for their feedback. Maybe just take a poll. Like, I don't understand what it is about these movies, just, like, assuming that they understand the demographic that they're targeting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if someone tried to make a black a movie about black people, again, for anyone who's getting scared, I'm very black, so I can say this. <laughs> um, but, like, if they tried to make a movie oh. that pandered to black... That, Jackson, oh, you gotta oh, stop. Oh. Jackson, please. No. Anyone Jackson. that made... <laughs> the views. The views, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> But if anyone made like a movie, um, like that was pandering to black people, right, and knew mm-hmm. nothing about the experiences like that we have in day to day life, I would look like, at, at my, like, I'd like, is this is this serious? Are they really trying to make like it seem like this is supposed to be a movie that we can connect with? Like, take the time, do the research, do due diligence. Yeah, I completely see what you're saying, though. It it is just kind of like you would think it would be the easiest thing on the planet to just I don't know get a board full of younger like twenty something year olds. And be like, hey, do you guys mind just showing us this? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. Just like, hey, what, what, do, why do you play games? Honestly, let's start there. Mm-hmm. What are what makes a game good? What makes people want to play games? Why do you mm-hmm. play games? And I think that they honestly probably like. I, I imagine that the direction of the story and the direction of the movie would have taken a completely different turn, or it might have just not been made if they had actually gotten real people's opinions on why games are important to like the way that people socialize and the way that people like relax and like their leisure. So it just, it it can, it reeks of like disconnectedness and you know, like I, there's not really much praise I can give it. It wasn't that funny. It didn't look that good. The story wasn't good. The characters were not great. Like it Mm -hmm. just, to me, it's like an overall, like just a failure of what a movie should be. Um, so yeah, I I think I it actually I'm not like fabricating this. I'm not like exaggerating. I genuinely think it is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. It is that bad. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> One out of ten. <laughs> I hate this movie. Yep. So exactly. much. It is the perfect encapsulation 
of everything that is wrong with modern filmmaking. It is just like pandering, low effort, just awful garbage that has no value whatsoever other than if maybe if you just switch your brain off, lobotomize yourself real quick before waltzing into the theater. Even that, maybe I think you would, would still enjoy hurt. the way. Yeah. I said, even lobotomizing yourself would still hurt. Like this movie is not made, <laughs> it's not fit for human consumption. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Like a freaking rot, rotting burger in the dumpster <laughs> out back. Right. That's free guy. That's right. about the sustenance we're looking at right now. But, um, yeah, that's our discussion on Free Guy. Yeah. Uh, I believe now is the right time to move on over to the next section of this podcast. So I hope you enjoy our interview that we are going to be having with Zoe Dubisky. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this interview section of episode two of Famished for Film. I am here joined by my co-host, as always, Jackson. Hey, what's up, guys? And also our interviewee for the day, Zoe Dubisky. Introduce yourself, Zoe. Hi, I'm Zoe Dubisky. I'm a comm major at Anderson University, and I'm also a creative writing major. So that means I understand everything about writing films and what makes good writing. Ah, well, with that in mind, let's get down to the gilded rivers of flowing film opinion. Um, Your analogies are always on point. I don't know where they come from. <laughs> they're, they're, they're always coming up out of nowhere. Just straight from the silver screen, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, silver dude. glistening rivers. <laughs> the glistening golden rivers. <laughs> where does that come from? Is that Do you get like a list of them? Like a website somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> he just has a little notes app open. So. <laughs> yeah, he like collects some glistening golden river okay and are we done check are we finished (laughs) yes you're keeping that in (laughs) anyways um so to start off this interview zoe i just kind of wanted to ask you like a very broad surface level question what do you think that your favorite movie of all time would be and why is it something that kind of perks it up above the vast majority of films out there that you've seen oh man you know i really just love barbie princess and the pauper no okay hang on i like how you say broad but this uh i you know it is valid and i could argue for a while on why it is but that's not actually my favorite and you say it's broad but man if i could only watch like one movie for the rest of my life it'd be kiki's delivery service hmm huh okay yeah how come? I uh, It captures all my soft cottagecore witch dreams and puts <laughs> it in a very well animated movie. Hmm. And that's one of the uh, Ghibli films, no? Yeah, it's a Studio Ghibli film. Yeah. So it's like, I just want to be Kiki. I've only hmm. ever wanted to be Kiki. That when I grow up, I want to be Kiki. Hmm. Oh, but so, like, have you seen, like, any of the other Ghibli films? Like, is that just, like, a, a studio that you, like, uh, respect? Oh, absolutely. I've seen I've seen a good amount of them and I'm slowly working my way through the rest of them. But there's just something like first of all, their animation to me is just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Even when it gets more 
I suppose a little more grotesque. Yeah. Just like like thinking about Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle, but there's something about the worlds they build and just how they weave in some pretty deep things mm-hmm. in a in a story and in a movie that even children can relate to and see. Yeah. Hmm. Like how that applies to their life. They're just a really good studio, man. That's hmm. actually awesome, yeah. Yeah. Are there any are there by chance any Studio Ghibli films that you're not the biggest fan of? And like why do those kind of like turn you off a bit more than most of the other ones? I mean, I th- personally, I think Spirited Away is a little bit overrated. Okay. Mm. But that might be my only hot take on Studio Ghibli. Hmm. Why do you think it's overrated? Like do you think that there's some <sighs> things that are dragging it down? Um I just feel like I hear people talk about it a ton and I see a ton of merch and a lot of um a lot of stores pick it up for merch. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like it's overshadows a lot of other really good films that don't get as much love. And I mm. guess I don't see the hype as much. Like animation's still good. There's still a good theme. I just feel like it's not as strong as mm. the other stories. So like the main character is trying to like work off a spiritual debt <laughs> so mm-hmm. her parents this sounds so weird now that I say it out loud so her parents can be turned back <laughs> into humans and not pigs um mm-hmm. I promise it's a good studio <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of feels like Coraline I suppose mm. but that's a good comparison yeah Yeah, it's very much like Coraline, except Coraline, the point of Coraline was Coraline learning to, like, like fix her relationship with her parents and be grateful for her parents. Whereas in Spirited Away, she, like, the main character's not, like, doesn't seem to have a bad relationship with her parents. It's like, she's just a little mad at them moving away from home. Yeah. Mm. So there's less of a there's less of a learning experience, I suppose. Hmm. Less of like a journey, like yeah. emotionally from the character. Yeah. yeah very much so. Hmm. So it's still a good movie. I just think there's other Studio Ghibli movies that need more love and have like their themes run deeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually. Yeah, you're getting really canceled after this. Yeah, yeah, definitely canceled. 100%. People Honestly, are probably. over that movie. Yeah. <laughs> No, but like, you know, in the past, Ben and I have had kind of had this conversation about uh, like what really makes like a good piece of media, you know, and I think that this Mm. debate has we've had for probably years, but he's one that that prefers like a a nice presentation uh, that that you are competent and like actually like moving movie making techniques um, that you put together a story that is like, you know, just well made. And for me, mm-hmm. a lot of times that subject matter is what really draws me to a movie. Now, I, I think I'm a little bit more lenient on what I think, like what method I think that movie is being delivered in or what that story is being delivered in. But as long as it's something that's impactful and something that's interesting and something that changes the way I see the world and myself, it's something that, that draws my interest. Um, and so I guess I kind of just wanted to ask, like when you're watching a movie, what is the thing that really like sticks out to you? That's just like, yeah, this is a good movie or this is not a good movie. Because I feel like that differs for basically everyone. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Cause I think I'm kind of, like, I'm in the middle of you too. Mm. Like I need, yeah, I need 
both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate one and I can appreciate the other. <clears throat> so sorry. And I can recommend it based on that. But I think I need both. If one is strong and kind of maybe picks up the slack on the other. Yeah. Mm. I maybe. Maybe I can endorse that. I think, though, you can have the most beautiful shot in the world, but if it yeah. holds absolutely nothing. Yeah. Why was it there in the first place? It just feels very empty. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah. I suppose. I suppose if I suppose if anyone making a movie, if you could only have one, have the story be strong. Yes. <laughs> I because here's the thing, because when I'm talking to like my parents and I'm trying to explain like, no, that was not a good movie. And they're like, why? I'm like, listen, <laughs> yeah, you like the story, but the like the way they made it was terrible. And they're like, but I didn't notice that. And I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. so I think. <laughs> to to the average eye, kidding. But <laughs> to the to, <laughs> to the people to the people who want a movie just to experience it, and not the people who are like literally devoting our lives and our studies to movies. Yeah, you're more likely to notice something wrong with the story than something wrong with the production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you can only have one, I think the story should be strong and make up for what you're lacking visually. Hmm. I agree with that actually. Yeah. Yeah. And just yeah, don't have bad audio. Yeah. And please, please mix your audio. Please. I can't please. hear what people, they're saying. People won't forgive audio things. Have Christopher good audio. Nolan. Dude, oh my mm. God. I love Interstellar, but what a loud movie that is. Bro. <laughs> it's so bad. I can't hear a word out of Matthew McConaughey's mouth in that entire movie. Overstimulation, like, the movie. Yeah, honestly. I had to read his lips. I'm like You hear one word and your like chest just explodes with vibrations. It's like, okay. Just turn on subtitles. Much. Yeah, honestly, just turn the volume <laughs> off, dog. How I felt about gravity while I was watching it on an airplane. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. my god. I don't Zoe. Do that. <laughs> Love that movie. So how's your schizophrenia doing? Yeah, honestly. Kept, keeps me up at night, really. Yeah, I can imagine. A Sandra Bullock, a Sandra Bullock uh, paralysis demon shows up every night. <laughs> it's really terrifying. Yeah. I, I love that scene in that movie where she starts barking. That was fun. <laughs> Jackson's like, I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down. Okay, that's cool. I, I get it. Yeah, Lost City. Like, kind of... Yeah, you know. <laughs> hmm. huh. Well... I guess to kind of like bridge into something different um, from what we're talking about. Uh, I was kind of interested because you're very passionate about modern filmmaking and very passionate about like what goes into making a film good. Um, And so I was just wondering if there were by chance any rampant trends in modern filmmaking that you are not the biggest fan of by chance. Oh, absolutely. Joel and I were discussing about, well, I forget what what we were looking at, but I mentioned offhandedly that James Bond was, like, the new James Bond movie is, I don't know if it's confirmed or rumored, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed, but to, like, they're giving 007 to a woman. Yeah. Mm. And Joel was like, I don't know how I feel about that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, sexism, broken engagement. What is happening? Uh And he, (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's like, well, it seems kind of lazy. And so what we mm-hmm. basically were talking about is that they're giving a lot of like they're taking old movies and being like, what if we made them women? And, and so yeah, talking about what James Bond as disgusting as I think the character is Agreed. like the the constant womanizing the very male focused action spy movie there's a sexy woman that gets him to reveal all the secrets and nearly kills him like it yeah i mean it'll be a hilarious movie gender swapped and not that i think that movie ever really had a point yeah Mm -hmm. but the fact that they're just like taking like a previously written male movie and plunking women into it isn't really like the act of feminism we think it is because it's kind of just lazy writing Mm, and if we could actually create new content with well-written women and it be good instead Mm -hmm. of just making kind of like fast pumped out movies with women in them no no zoe you're insane you're actually crazy. I know. No. I'm really going to get canceled impossible. for this. Yeah. No, it's that's not, just possible not possible to write a well-written woman, a woman I understand. A well-written or, woman. I I'm not I I am a poorly written woman, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but just giving giving women written by men. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I, it's yeah. Bad. Like segueing into that, just like you're looking and you're like, wow, you're not real. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Laura Croft. <laughs> yeah, not a real woman. Not a real woman. <laughs> just, I forget. I, w- I will stand by the new Laura Croft movie, not the Angelina Jolie one, but I will stand by the new one. Yeah. But just. I forgot that existed. <laughs> I guess just stand. I'm yeah. standing on my soapbox of what if we made new content instead of recycling old stuff. Mm-hmm. A crazy thought. Like I am, I am, I am, I'm craving new content, and I'm craving stories like actually written for the characters that are in them instead of yeah. just mm-hmm. we're gonna take the, we're gonna take the Ghostbusters and have boobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah easy. <laughs> I'm sorry, that might have not been okay for a school podcast. I mean, it's it's fine. <laughs> On true date. Like, I mean, uh, we were technically allowed to just hurl absolute vitriol sailor tongue all over fantastic, the place. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> oh, well, in that <laughs> case. marked it as explicit, so. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Inhales. <laughs> 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 just like going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just want like, them to write. I just want them to write good movies with women in them. Is that too much to ask? I just, I just want. That. I just want Lady Bird. Oh. oh, I haven't actually seen Lady Bird. Oh, you haven't? No. Do I need I, to? I mean, I definitely think it'd be a decent example <laughs> of well-written women. So you say? I will. So. I will check it out. I really hope my water slurp didn't just come through the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I was out of water. I went. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, man. Uh, well, anyways, I feel like that actually, sadly, might be all the time that we have for this section. 
Ah, uh, well, Some more that was quite the enlightening interview, Zoe. Thank you for that. Um, thank you so much for coming on, too. Is there anything, any last words, any closing remarks that you would like to spout out into the sphere? Home is not actually a bad movie. All right. No, no I'm cutting off. I'm muting her. Nope, I'm muting <laughs> no, her. No, no, wait. Nope. Uh-uh. No. You're, You're done, Zoe. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just we stop existing when the podcast ends you just hear like our screams cut off <laughs> yeah it's like no, it's so cold it's so cold no <laughs> please don't make us go back please, please. i want to go back to that please <laughs> like freaking monica from doki doki yeah exactly, exactly. I, was, I was thinking that music video where hatsune miku realizes she's just ai Oh gosh, that's that's, that's existential. Yeah, it's so sad. <laughs> Doesn't she get crucified? I don't remember this video. I I, I haven't seen it. I don't think. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this interview portion. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed the episode. I hope you all enjoyed us spouting absolute nonsense <laughs> for the better half of this interview section. I hope that you all have a fantastic day and I hope that you will actually watch good movies and not Dwayne Johnson movies constantly like 24-7. Anyways. <laughs> See you all later. Hope you have a good day. Thank you all so much for watching. A good day, a good afternoon, or a good night to all film lovers listening. 